Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's snowing by the time you wake up tomorrow. Snow throughout the afternoon, coming to an end around 3 or 4 p.m. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 36 in Upper Marlboro, 35 in Woodbridge, 36 in downtown D.C. 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Another winter weather maker is on its way to our region. We'll have all the details on when that snow is expected to start falling here on your weather alert station. The Senate clears a stopgap spending bill just a day before a partial government shutdown deadline. We'll get the latest from CBS in just seconds. Then at 3.15, we go deeper with CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Buildings leveled by two explosions and why it could have been way worse in Anacostia. I'm John Doman. Good at casino, becoming to Fairfax County. And on Wall Street, the Dow up 139, the Nasdaq up 187. Three o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon. The Justice Department has released its report on a series of failures in the law enforcement response to the Uvalde school shootings in 2022. Attorney General Merrick Garland outlined the findings. The minutes of arriving inside the school... Officials on scene transitioned from treating the scene as an active shooter situation to treating the shooter as a barricaded subject. This was the most significant failure. This family member of one of the victims responded to the report. You know, just kind of talking amongst each other, we knew the failures that had happened. Um, We just kind of... It makes more clarity now because it's written and now it's set in stone. And what we thought... It's true. 19 children and two teachers were killed in that elementary school shooting in Uvalde. The Senate has passed a short-term stop yet government funding bill. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer praised bipartisan cooperation. This is what the American people want to see. Both sides working together and governing responsibly. No chaos, no spectacle, no shutdown. The 77 to 18 vote cleared the way for a vote in the House later today, ahead of tomorrow's deadline before a government shutdown. How to cope with the cold? CBS's Jim Crisula reports on outreach to the vulnerable. With record cold gripping much of the nation, countless emergency shelters and warming centers are in need of supplies and volunteers. Wendy Bailey is overseeing a shelter at a Methodist church in coastal Wilmington, North Carolina. The need for more cots, the need for more staff volunteers to be in here is only going to grow as the temperature drops. Wind chill alerts are posted from the northern Rockies and Plains to the Mid-South. Jim Crisula, CBS News. It's the second round of U.S. airstrikes against Houthi rebel positions in Yemen in less than 24 hours. CBS national security correspondent David Martin has the latest. This morning, the targets were anti-ship missiles, which a U.S. spokesman said were being prepared for launch against commercial shipping in the Red Sea. Last night, the U.S. hit 14 missiles also being prepared to fire, and according to one U.S. official, at least 13 of them were destroyed. 
The Houthis have been launching attacks against commercial shipping in the Red Sea. Instagram will begin nudging teenagers using its app after 10 o'clock p.m., essentially saying maybe it's time to take a break. Instagram has increasingly tried to position itself as a responsible social network, and that means, in part, making sure stuff like bad behavior and harassment, as well as addiction issues, are addressed in some way. Ian Sher reporting. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on Thursday, January the 18th. We have clouds this afternoon. Highs are in the mid-30s. Going to get snow on the way. afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour is that winter blast heading our way. Snow started the week. Now it's expected to finish off the week to go along with the streak of freezing temperatures. Your 7 News First Alert meteorologist, Jordan Evans. Gearing up for snowmaker number two. That begins overnight tonight. Snow starting around 3 a.m., lasting through the afternoon on your Friday. So a good 10 to 12 hours with light to moderate snow. Just like we had Monday, the total's anywhere from 1 to 3 inches. So that winter weather advisory will stay in effect through at least tomorrow morning into the afternoon. Then we turn our attention to cold temperatures. Saturday's high of only 25 with a wind chill of 15 degrees. Keep it right here on WTOP. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather on the 8s. Plus, if school districts make decisions about closings and delays for tomorrow, we'll have them for you right away. Well, now driving on the roads while it's snowing, and even after all that snow fell earlier this week, it was tricky to say the least. And while some of you might groan at the thought of having to do it all over again... The Maryland State Highway Administration tells us Monday's snowstorm may actually help crews as they head back out to treat the roads. We have enough salt on the roadway right now to act as a pretreatment. That film that was left behind from the previous storm will help prevent that initial bonding of snow and ice from adhering to the pavement, turning into slush and easy to get it off the roadways. We're going to be bringing people in around midnight tonight, loading everybody up, and then uh, we'll be ready to go when that storm hits at dawn. And we'll be patrolling and treating the roadways with rock salt and with uh, salt brine. That was Charlie Gishler who joined us earlier here on WTOP. He's with the Maryland State Highway Administration. 305, two explosions have rocked the historic section of Anacostia. It happened this morning after a gas line was damaged. Now, this damage is bad, but it could have been disastrous. WTOP's John Doman has details. It appears this all started when a vehicle hit a gas meter here along Marion Barry Avenue. Lieutenant Ryan Bolton with D.C. Fire was one of the first to arrive, and he not only smelled the gas outside, he could hear it leaking. Making us believe that the gas that was building up inside the buildings would be even uh, at a higher level. The first explosion was inside of a building where a daycare center operates, but staff got everyone out safely. The second explosion was a convenience store, which has been obliterated. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. When I saw the building itself, my mouth fell open. Um, because the, if the children had been in that building, they would have very definitely been impacted. Instead, one person suffered only minor injuries in all of this. In Anacostia, John Dome in WTOP News. 306, the former superintendent of Loudoun County Public Schools is back in court this afternoon on charges related to the school system's handling of two sex assaults by the same student. Scott Ziegler faces up to a year in jail and a $2,500 fine. Now, back in September, a jury found him guilty of retaliation when he fired an elementary school teacher. That teacher, Aaron Brooks, testified against Ziegler in a grand jury investigation that was looking into how the school system handled the sex assault from three years ago. The Virginia Attorney General dropped the remaining charge against Ziegler last month. The court has not signed off on that. 
Ziegler was fired by the school board more than a year ago. So what do you do with an empty car dealership along one of the busiest stretches of road in northern Virginia? Well, maybe turn it into a casino resort. A state senator from Fairfax County formally introduced his legislation to bring gambling specifically and only to Tyson's. And that spot along Route 7 where there was once a dealership. The idea comes as revenue continues to be an issue. Democratic Senator Dave Marsden tells NBC4. We're not looking for necessarily more revenue, but we're looking for consistent revenue. And when one revenue stream declines, you know, we need to create other revenue streams. The Virginia General Assembly would have to approve the measure and then voters would get a say with a ballot referendum. 307, we're getting more information today about the boy who was attacked by a shark in the Bahamas earlier this week. Doctors say the boy, who is from southern Maryland, is now back in the U.S. That 10-year-old boy, bitten by a shark in the Bahamas, airlifted to a hospital in his home state of Maryland. This morning, we're hearing from another tourist who saw the aftermath of the attack. Everyone was fractured trying to figure out what was going on. It was very chaotic right then. The boy was bitten on the right leg while participating in an expedition in a shark tank at a local resort on Paradise Island, according to police. That's ABC News correspondent Victor Okendo. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Single women outnumber single men for this. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we want to know how it's going out there, Dave Dildine. Oh, it's another day, another crash on the southeast-southwest freeway at the 3rd Street Tunnel. Broken record, northbound on 395, heavy and slow from Crystal City to Capitol Hill. And where they always happen, northbound at the tunnel ramp, the vehicles involved have been somewhat consolidated on the right side of the freeway. But you're getting by to the center and to the left, whether you want to take the tunnel or continue eastbound on I-695. The work zone in the 9th Street Tunnel is clear, but it'll take a while to reopen the streets in Anacostia. The investigation into the building explosion continues, and that keeps streets blocked south of the neighborhood 11th Street Bridge, including portions of MLK and Marion Berry. Avenue. DC 295 northbound slope from Pennsylvania Avenue toward Eastern Avenue ahead beyond the Maryland line. Ward of one broken down in a travel lane. In Maryland, the slowest traffic on the Beltway definitely on the outer loop from Old Georgetown Road to the American Legion Bridge. Took a while to clear the work zone today in McLean beyond the bridge. There was a crash near it and that's uh, very much backed up traffic. I think by now the lanes are for the most part open. They might have to circle back and reblock briefly a right lane to pick up the orange signs. Interloop should have all lanes open but slow nonetheless from Route 7 past the Toll Road, audit off toward the Legion Bridge and River Road. 66 in good shape. Outer loop, the ramp to go south on 95 through Springfield. Traffic flow constricted by the response to a broken down truck on the right side of the ramp. But once you get onto 95, you're good to go with just a tap of the brakes at the Occoquan. In Maryland on 270 from Rockville to Frederick, minor northbound slowing here and there. Route 50 good from the Beltway toward the Bay Bridge. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture. Affordable. Never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Overcast today. A few flurries late tonight. Then temperatures fall. We're only in the upper 30s, so a bit above freezing for many of us today. Tonight, we're again tracking those snow showers after 3 a.m. It will be snowing by 
by the time you wake up tomorrow. Snow throughout the afternoon, coming to an end around 3 or 4 p.m. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Starting to really cloud up now. 34 in Herndon, 36 in Foggy Bottom, 35 degrees in Hyattsville, all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310, Money News 10 and 40, past the hour to Jeff Claybaugh. Mortgage rates are still moving lower, falling to a seven-month low this week. Freddie Mac says a 30-year fix now averages 6.6%, meaning 30-year rates are now approaching year-ago levels. McLean-based candy giant Mars is investing big in fig bars. It'll spend a quarter billion dollars to build a baking facility in Salt Lake City for its Nature's Bakery brand. Nature's Bakery is now the eighth best-selling snack bar brand in the country. IKEA continues to go small. I'm going to tell you about that later. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Come and take care. Get some water. Coming up on WTOP, the Senate takes a major step to avert a partial government shutdown And things are heating up in New Hampshire ahead of next week's Republican primary. We'll talk about it with CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, 311. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. one cars for kids K-A-R-S, cars for kids. one cars for kids Donate your car today. Donate today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Today at Marlowe Furniture's Great Winter Blowout Sale, it's the discount you want to get extra 20% off Marlowe's lowest prices, plus 12 months no interest financing. Update your home with beautiful Marlowe Furniture for less. Comfortable sofas, $7.99. Quality queen beds, $4.99. Stylish five-piece signing sets, your choice, $7.99. Plus 12 months no interest financing. Don't miss it. Take an extra 20% off Marlowe's lowest prices today at Marlowe Furniture's Great Winter Blowout Sale with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. Well, later this hour, some local folks are seeing their dream home for the very first time today. You'll hear from them. Keep it here on WTOP. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. 
Whether your bathroom is outdated or lacks the features you need, we're ready to help you get the bath or shower that's perfect for you. And we'll get it done the right way, the long way. Right now, get 50% off materials plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbaths.com to get your free estimate today. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. Shutdown, showdown here on WTOP, and the Senate has just passed a bill to avert a partial government shutdown. This just one day before a spending bill deadline. The 77 to 18 vote clears the way for a vote in the House. Joining us live now is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast. Major, good to have you back on. When do we expect the House to vote on the funding bill and how far down the road is Congress kicking the can until we have this next issue come back up? Uh, First question, I do have the answer for you, and it's uh, good news for everyone in the uh, greater D.C. area. A shutdown will be averted. The House Majority Leader Steve Scalise has just announced the House will consider the Senate-passed bill within the next 30 minutes, 315 to 345 today, which means the House Republican leadership is confident that it will pass and get to the president in plenty of time to be signed and avert a shutdown. And that will extend government spending through March 1st and March 8th. So if you're keeping track at home, and I know some of our listeners are, the fiscal year is now a quarter over, and we still don't have a full set of appropriations bills for that fiscal year still operating on agreed-upon totals from last year. But a shutdown will be averted. There will be more time for lawmakers to try to iron out their differences. They were optimistic at at the end of last year, last calendar year, that they could do this by now, but they can't, which reminds us. We could be in another shutdown scenario in early March, right around the time of the State of the Union. So keep tuned and focused on that. But for this weekend, no shutdown drama. Let's shift gears now to New Hampshire, which is set to host the Republican presidential primary this coming Tuesday. Of course, former President Trump had a pretty decisive win in Iowa. What's the handicapping in New Hampshire? There had been some buzz that Nikki Haley was making some inroads. What are you seeing there right now as we're just a few days away from voting? So New Hampshire is more interesting than Iowa because Nikki Haley is at least in somewhat close range to former President Trump. She was never in close range in Iowa, nor was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis has effectively pulled out of New Hampshire. So in New Hampshire, New Hampshire alone, it's basically Haley against Trump. And what Haley needs to do is try to get those Chris Christie voters who are siding with the former New Jersey governor. Now he's out. Pull her into her pull them into her column. But the other side of the equation for Trump in New Hampshire is Vivek Ramaswamy was polling around 6 or 7%. He's endorsed Trump. He's on the stump with Trump in New Hampshire. So some of those voters might go to Trump. So Trump in New Hampshire is still the odds-on favorite. Haley needs to be close or pull off a victory in New Hampshire to give her momentum to South Carolina, where Trump has a very, very big lead. Major, thank you as always. We appreciate it. 
CBS News Thanks. Chief. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett there. Major is anchoring the CBS Evening News tonight. You can catch it on Channel 9 at 6.30. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you, WTOP. More snow headed our way, triggering winter weather advisories for a lot of the WTOP listening area. Two massive explosions in the Anacostia neighborhood in southeast D.C. Why it could have been worse. Newly released report from the Justice Department finds significant failures in the police response to the Uvalde school shooting two years ago. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we'll start with Dave Dildine in the Traffic Center. One of the great things about traffic on the 8th and when it breaks is you get it on this station as it happens more often than not and whenever able. And as we speak from our Kobeck consulting camera, the crash is clearing right now this very second in the district on 395 northbound of the 3rd Street Tunnel on the southeast-southwest freeway. All lanes are open, but traffic backed up into Arlington. It's uh, still slow if you're hiking inbound on the 14th Street Bridge, but with lanes on the southeast-southwest freeway open. So we can strike that off the list. But in Anacostia, it's going to take a while to reopen the streets, at least Marion Barry Avenue, newly renamed as it is, used to be Good Hope Road. That remains closed east of King Avenue, where the building exploded. And part of MLK also was blocked south of the neighborhood 11th Street Bridge. But the 695 Freeway 11th Street Bridge, that remains wide open. DC 295, just heavy in and out of northeast. It was word of one broken down northbound near Eastern Avenue. Might have limped out of the way. Meanwhile, it's a very slow time of it in Montgomery County on the Beltway. Outer loop traffic backed up to Old Georgetown Road. It took a while to clear the work zone between the GW Parkway and Dulles Toll Road. And crews, I think, are still picking up the orange signs and the stanchions and might be blocking an outside lane still. Outer loop traffic remain slow between 7 and the Legion Bridge, but on the interloop, the lanes are open. In Springfield, coming off the outer loop, a slow merge through the Springfield interchange to go southbound on 95. The broken down truck clearing off that ramp, though. Downstream, just brief delays at the Occoquan River. Back on the Beltway in Prince George's County, some slowing on both loops, as usual, near Landover Road and 50. Minor incident on a shoulder. BW Parkway, heavy both ways near 198 and 32. Might be an incident northbound of the parkway. Uh, crowding, if not blocking a lane. JES Foundation Repair, your local expert for foundation and crawl space repair. Book your free inspection at jesworks.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking that forecast. Clouds today with temperatures upper 30s, near 40. However, temperatures won't climb too much more due to the cloud cover. Then tonight, the snow begins after 3 o'clock in the morning. Lows down to the 20s. Tomorrow will hover around freezing during the afternoon. Noon. Then tomorrow night it gets even colder, so any wet roads will quickly freeze as lows fall to around 20 degrees by Saturday morning. After the Saturday afternoon, highs will not be that high at all. It will be sunny, but 26 degrees with a wind chill of 15. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Lots of clouds as we await this next storm. 34 in Gaithersburg, 35 in Arlington, 35 degrees right now in Lanham. It's all brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Well, up ahead on WTOP, how you can step inside some of your favorite books from childhood this weekend. It's 321. What if AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at ibm.com federal.
IBM. Let's create. Inflation is still running hot, while investment returns have cooled. Is your financial plan primed for this current reality? I'm Simon Hamilton with the Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed Wise Investor, listen to the Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash the Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. You're listening to WTOP News. 323. Some D.C. residents are getting their first look at their new dream home as the city cut the ribbon on more than 100 affordable housing units in the Shaw neighborhood. WTOP's Nick Ionelli is there. That's what it sounds like when someone steps foot in a home that's perfect for them. This is the first time I'm seeing my new unit, and I am excited. Kiviet Book Night is going to be a resident here at Station U&O, a mixed-use development right across the street from the Shaw Howard University Metro Stop. She says applying to live there took some work. I was there ready, standing in line. I was cold, but I didn't care. It has 108 units of affordable housing reserved for families making up to 60% of the median family income. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A brand new exhibit opens for free this Sunday at the National Building Museum. It is called Building Stories and celebrates the imagination of authors and illustrators. WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley takes us on a preview. We are so excited about this show. This is for kids and adults alike. There are lots of fun interactives that will be fun for everybody. would be hard-pressed to find somebody who didn't love children's books. Kathy Frankel of the National Building Museum tapped literary scholar Leonard Marcus to curate the exhibit and gave WTOP a sneak peek. In this case, we have pop-up books, books that are three-dimensional. This one is a version of The Wizard of Oz in which you see the tornado that transports Dorothy far from her place that she calls home to the Emerald City. It's a twister. It's a twister. The exhibit opens this Sunday for free, then runs for 10 years as part of the museum's ticketed admission. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Trouble at the airport for Arnold Schwarzenegger. While traveling to Austria, the actor and former California governor was detained at an airport in Germany because... He didn't declare a luxury watch he was wearing. Mm. At least that's what a customs spokesperson confirms to CBS News. Another source familiar with what happened says Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger was detained for three hours. Three hours about the watch. Oh, the watch. <laughs> which he was planning to auction off for charity in Austria today. The source says the movie star agreed to pay the taxes for the watch and then he was allowed to continue on his travels. Sports at 25 and 55. You don't even wear a watch, do you, George Wallace? Oh, I always wear a watch. Oh, you do? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that. A, yeah. a lot of people don't wear, wear watches watch. anymore. I, I nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, so what do you, you got the, the Rolex. You know, you're the big sports well, yeah. guy. Are you wearing uh, a Rolex? You know, I've had that problem at the airports, too. <laughs> wow. What did he have to pay the taxes? What do you think the taxes well, I bet it was a few hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, talking NFL coaching searches. Dan Quinn talking with the commanders right now. Raheem Morris will speak with them today as well. And Ben Johnson set to speak tomorrow with the commanders as they're looking for a head coach. Ben Johnson getting set for the divisional round of the playoffs as the Lions getting set uh, to face Tampa this weekend. And Bill Belichick also this weekend going to have a second meeting with the Atlanta Falcons. Met one-on-one with Arthur Blank earlier. Earlier in the week, going to meet again 
tomorrow or this weekend uh, with Atlanta Ravens getting set uh, for the weekend as well, hosting 